Welcome to Two Minds Today with your host, Charlene, authority in leadership development, and Hale, an expert community builder. The pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your professional life. Hello. I was going to say good morning, but it's not good morning. So good afternoon. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon, Charlene. How are you doing? Long time no talk. I know. I know. It has been, but it's always so nice when we get to, um, you know, reconnect. And I think that it's it's so funny because we left our last podcast of like, how do we deal with feedback? And we're kicking this one off with mastering feedback and seeking perspective and understanding. And it really hit me so quickly that really the number one thing I would say about feedback where we ended last time is really time and space, right? Giving time and space, which which we've had a lot of time and space between our last podcast, which is sad because we missed each other and we missed sharing and, and connecting with everybody. And on the other hand, it really just opened for a new perspective. So what are you thinking about all that? You know, it's really interesting that you say that. I think anytime you give feedback to someone and anytime you receive it, you need to take a breath. It's like, because... When you get feedback, there's always like a layer of potential criticism in there. And everybody gets defensive as soon as you get critiqued. So you need to, like they say, when you're angry, never send an email, never send a text, never pick up the phone when you're angry. Just like let it simmer down until like head's cool and you actually get to what you feel about it. So I think it's the same with feedback, right? Your initial reaction to a feedback could be very defensive. Yeah. Um, I. I, I, it's funny you said feedback can potentially be criticism and I, do you feel it's always criticism or, or, I mean, look, unless someone's saying you're the greatest ever, let's go with with feedback (laughs) in the pursuit of change, um, in a different direction, right? Like other than like, you're amazing. Hello. (laughs) Well, look, I think that Feedback is always going to be perceived as criticism unless you feel like tremendous confidence and you feel very comfortable being in your position. Because if you feel very comfortable being in your position, you're essentially a partner with the person who's giving you the feedback. It doesn't feel like an evaluation or a feedback. It just feels like, okay, we're brainstorming. How can we shift, pivot, make it better? And you're in it right there. But when you feel like you're getting evaluated, there is this hierarchy that's going on. And I think because of that, it's more likely that a person perceives it as criticism rather than let's work together to the greater good of the company. Diving into what you just said, the hierarchy of your own personal emotions, right? Because this is really about um, seeking and understanding feedback when it is given to you, not giving feedback to someone else in, in this podcast. And that's there's 400 things going on in your mind when someone's talking to you, right? First, you're like, no, that's not true, right? And then you're like, okay, it is true. Or you're a person who like, oh my God, everything, I need to change everything about myself now. There, You have 10 hundred things going on in your mind at the same time. And I, and I think part of giving the space and time is even look, I'm an outward processor. And even for me, sometimes we just need to like break those things apart. Right. Especially if someone who's giving you the feedback, isn't so great at giving feedback. So you've got to like pull out the emotions from it. Um, and even if they are great, if it's something you just didn't want to hear, or frankly, if it's something you were already beating yourself up over and you're, it, it, it's, so many things. So really just like 
if if you can get to a place where you're listening, you're taking it in, and then you just give yourself time to react, you just take that space. Because even the worst things, like six months, honestly, even six hours later, just feel differently. It's true, which is why I think it's tremendously important that when you get feedback, you try and find a sounding board, right? Find somebody else who you trust, who you can bounce it off of, who is objective, who's not always like completely takes, you know, we all have those friends who, whatever you say, they're like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You dated that guy and you broke up. He sucks. Let's go kill him, right? Like you don't want to go to that friend. You want to go to your friend who has a professional head about them because you're going to them about your profession and your job, who will be that sounding board, who can help you look at the feedback that you got in the most objective way and in the way that is most informative for you to be successful in your profession. When I was younger, I had this thing, like if I told a story three times, it like let out my emotion. Like I was no longer invested in it. Was it three? Like that was like a magic number It really was. And I only know it because my my husband, by the time I would like talk to three friends, by the time he's like, how was it? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. (laughs) And it would almost happen like clockwork every time where there was something I was so emotional about. I talked to, you know, the first person and then like, and and it wasn't, for me, it wasn't like a system thing. It was like, I was just talking to my friends about what happened. I wonder if that's you or if that's like a magic number that's for yeah. most people. Like I'm curious. Number. There's a whole song about three. Um, there is. You remember that? I do remember that. Schoolhouse School Rock. Rock. Yes. <laughs> it's a classic and a good one. It is. So it's, I, I don't know. I, um, I, I, here's what I will say. I don't know if three is a magic number for everybody, but I imagine there is a number for you of that sounding board. And I think you're so right on think about who you're asking, but maybe it's okay to be like, this is my person that's going to like build me up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then we get to the next person who, and like your, like your edge is already off a little bit, right? Where you're like, okay, this is what happened, you know? And so finding multiple people and multiple sources, it also doesn't have to be people. I wonder, you know, we were talking a little bit about journaling. Could journaling be a sounding board? That's interesting. And could ChatGPT be a sounding board? Let's go AI. I mean, yeah, I I do think like journaling can be a sounding board because you are potentially speaking with yourself and and bringing yourself down from a cliff if you are really emotional about it. But know thyself. Some people cannot bring themselves to a space and will instead like vociferate and make it worse and intensify whatever feedback that they got negative or positive, right? It's also not okay, I think, to run away with positive feedback and and not be aware of everything else that's there, right? So I think knowing yourself is, is incredibly important. But it brings us to our third point, which is listening to understand, right? Um, you need to listen to understand not just the feedback, but if you are using someone else sound as a sounding board, you really want to get to what they're saying. You don't want to be saying, oh, wait, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like you can't cut off people constantly because you're trying to put your framing on their interpretation. 
Yeah, I so listening to understand is one of the base levels of dialogue practice that that I used, and and it's often used in like a very charged situation where I believe one thing and you believe another thing, and so often we're listening to critique, and this is the same with feedback, right? Sure. Your your boss is like, I really wish you said X instead of Y, right? And you're like, No, but this is why I did it, right? And instead of having that like conflict or competitive attitude, you're just listening to see what you don't understand, right? Like if your boss is saying like, maybe, you know, you really took a step back in that meeting. That's let's use a concrete example. And in your head, you're like, yeah, because I didn't have authority and I didn't have this and I didn't have that. And your, but your feedback is uh, your boss is telling you. And instead of saying, well, you put me in that place to not be able to, it's like, okay, what am I, what am I not understanding? Maybe that what I'm hearing now is my boss actually is giving me the authority. It's whatever else is making me feel like I didn't have it. And then that means that is a critical skill I need to start working on of how and when to express myself because that's the piece I didn't understand that I didn't understand about myself. I think it's hard to listen to understand because yes. even if we have confidence in our abilities, even if we are coming from a space of trying to be open to it. I think a lot of times people have fear that an evaluation could mean that it's going to affect their compensation or they might lose their job if you're in a bad job environment. Right. And that, that like brings about like a guttural fear that everyone has of being able to sustain themselves. And I think when you come from that place of fear, it's very easy to get defensive and protective. So I think yeah. that's, you know, the reasoning behind why it's hard to listen to understand. And sometimes I wonder what you think about this, Charlene, like the office politics of acknowledging that you need to, you know, fix something and change something. Maybe there's this way to do it and a way not to do it because you could, Yeah, it might not reflect well, or it might reflect well, depending on how you... I- I, first of all, hundred percent. There's ways to do it and ways not to do it. And I and I think that you know, for your own personal growth, no matter what environment you're in, you are listening to understand to better yourself, right? It's really about you and your personal and professional growth. No matter who or what is coming at you, pull apart what works for you, what doesn't work for you. After you've given your spell space, you've vented, you've done all of that work then it's just sit with it and be like, okay, that person was toxic. 95% of what they said is garbage. Um, But here's this one thing I'm going to take away and I'm going to take it to my next job, right? Because I want to end with, with, with uh, number four, which we usually only have three tips, but today we have four tips um, is really sometimes it's just a toxic environment, right? You just have to leave, right? Sometimes it's just, it doesn't work. And even if it's not a toxic environment for others, it just might not be something that works for you. It might not be a good fit of personalities, a good fit of a profession, a good fit of what skills you bring to the table and the experience that you have. So it is okay to consider that. And you know, whenever something doesn't work, there's other opportunities. There's plenty of opportunities out there. And your yeah. goal is to find the best fit for your skill set in order to shine yeah. and succeed in your profession. I actually think emerging yeah. professionals are are actually much better at this than than any of the other generations, right? I think younger, I agree. 
Gen or Generation Z that's just coming into the workforce now is just much so better. much better at being like, this doesn't align with who or what I am. And and there's other places to go. And I and I think that there is absolutely something to be learned for that. I, I do think, you know, we put moving on as number four because I, it shouldn't be your first go-to, right? For, for any generation, it should be do the work and think about what is going to be best for you personally. Um, and then go ahead and and move on, which and you can move on for a hundred reasons, right? 100%. There, yeah, so nah, I totally agree. All right, so I'm gonna try and wrap it up for us and summarize. So you're you're out there, you're getting feedback, right? It's time for your evaluation, your monthly, yearly. I hope it's not monthly or weekly. That's really painful. Or Although that actually, does happen, right? It does I, happen I would if you've got a good relationship. Say, Right. If, if feedback is done correctly, which again, not with this podcast, but is actually is daily. That's it, true. You are not waiting. Correct. I I think your final performance evaluation. There should be absolutely nothing new you've learned. It should that is true. That you, if the re, so, if you've got good working relationships, yes. there is always back and forth. So yes. here are here is how we're going to wrap it up. Number one, you're getting this feedback. Give it a little space. Give it a little time. You want to be able to let it sink in a little bit. Number two, find a sounding board, someone else who can give you perspective, who can bring you down off the wire that you're on and let you focus on what needs to happen. Number three, listen to understand. The goal here is for you to be the best employee that you can be and the best version of you in your profession. And if all else fails, folks, move on. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I want to score all underscore all of this with what you mentioned somewhere in the middle of the podcast that this is about you and this is about what works for you. Absolutely, take these pieces and incorporate what works for you. Yes, have challenge. Right. If you are not a journaler and you're like that might help me process, please challenge yourself to to try it once or twice. But but really. Think this is about listening to feedback is about your own professional, professional and personal growth and what works. Um, so, and, and really, this is about mastering feedback where you're seeking your perspective and understanding. So, thanks for joining us today, everybody. Thank you, everybody. And remember to learn a little bit more every day. On yes. to next week. Can't wait to see you all. On to next week. Okay, I think I have a, uh, a, a outro song. Let's see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>